Fantastic Sunday evening. I am fantastic. Surprisingly fantastic. It's a great day today. Is that because we slept all day? Mostly. And yes, most all day yesterday. Yeah, it felt good. <laughs> Hold up. I like to sleep. I feel like it's what you should do in the wintertime. You know, it's like hibernating. We're bears. It's been a crazy week in America. That's all I want to say. I love you guys. It's been crazy. Just love each other. Be safe. Put your guns away. Peace, love, happiness. That's all I'm going to say. Also, much thanks to Juan P. at Pain for Sale for Juan giving P. us tattoo. We got matching tattoos. This is we've never done that. Yeah, not really. It's it's really cool. Yeah, so it signifies we, the changing of of our world. You you can see it eventually in the future we, that we will is to come. Post pictures exactly. Uh, we have new listeners this week, Boot. We do. Well, new listeners that we know about that reached out to us like we wish more of you would. So you hint, hint. Kelsey that you work with. Kelsey I work with, she came up and said, you host a murder podcast. And I was like, oh, I feel famous. <laughs> I do for a few people. It's pretty sweet. That was great. Thank you, Kelsey, for listening. And there's also Christopher H., of Grand Rapids. And He's been listening. He gave us some great feedback. I want to bring him a sticker. I know what you street know he lives he on. Lives? I know <gasps> what street he lives on, but I can find out. I'll just ask him. You know what? what? His I could probably just bring Kelsey a sticker too. You know the way I know how where his street is? I don't want to know. Nope. It's, it's, oh, nope. Are it's you because on? my friend Matt, who lives up in the UP, happens to be his nephew. Oh, so he's just a friend listener which is even better yeah if you great. two could at least tell one or two friends about us the word will spread it work you know how things spread mm-hmm. word it of mouth great like that so we'll get you guys stickers anybody else who would like a sticker rate us talk to i don't care just send me an email michigan murders music at gmail.com you don't have to do a goddamn thing except for send me your address and i'll send you a sticker I have an explicit warning. Would you like oh, to hear that? I've sworn so many times. Her Highness will probably say naughty words. A couple of times. Imply things that are very inappropriate. I can I might be too. ridiculously inappropriate, and I do not mean it. And this happens to be a long episode, so it is. I'm so going to keep things to a minimum. we got to try to get things going. We're going to tiptoe through this like the tulips. Slightly different than other cases that we have featured and i hope you guys enjoy it boot put your hand up putting it up <laughs> ow jesus that hurt that's because i'm a strong yeah <laughs> i'm a strong is what i said a strong bitch where are we Stings. going where is it on the hand we're going to battle creek michigan uh which is if you know where grand rapids is and if you know where kalamazoo is battle creek makes Almost a perfect triangle. So we've discovered a 
Denver, Michigan you can see triangle. It right here on my hand, right there. So does your hand lines make a triangle right there? No. It's, that'd be weird if they did. That would be really weird. In case you guys didn't know, Battle Creek is the cereal capital of the world. Frosted Flakes. That's right, you guys. Kellogg's cereal is Fruit Loops. Cooked. Baked. Processed. Rice Krispies. Very much processed. Corn Pops. Oh, super processed. Frosted Mini Wheats. Oh, so many processes going down there. Special K. Oh, what did you think of when you heard Special K? I, you know, I, I thought of, uh, there was a rave that went on. Thought of rave drugs. We'll yeah. We'll just leave yeah. it at that. Mm-hmm. I thought. That's a thing. I thought of the movie Breakdance from the 80s, and there was this cool chick with leggings, legging, not leggings, she had uh, leg warmers, and really high-waisted things on because it was so the 80s. 80s. And it was a breakdance movie. Anyways, you guys, you can tour the cereal capital. You can probably go on YouTube and see the tour of Kellogg's cereal capital. I bet you're right now because of... Everything that's going on, you can't okay. tour it. You can't tour it right now, but you, you can to. see it on I YouTube. Went, I went through it when I was a kid. Was, we need to do that as adults when all this shit is over with. Mm-hmm. All right, Boo. So you've showed us where in our beautiful mitten state this we're is, going. This is where things are happening. Did we do Battle the Creek, explicit content? Michigan, we, we did, did everything. We did. I thanked I'll, our people. I can, re- I can reiterate the content warning if you no. think. You know what's kind of cool? This is a historical murder. I like those a little better. Hysterical? I didn't think it was all that funny. It's not funny. It's historical. I think it's just less real because there's horses and... So this is a true story about Rodolphus Sanderson, who was murdered by Mary Adams Sanderson. Rodolphus was born in Vermont in 1818. He was born into a prominent farming family there in Vermont, which I bet was gorgeous back then it's gorgeous now at the age of 18 he started working as a clerk in a village dry goods store it makes me think of deadwood dry goods it did not take long for him to figure out the way of the world he eventually bought his own store and was a very successful merchant until 1853 Rodolphus married the daughter of a prominent lawyer in vermont giving him even a little more clout they had no children but then they adopted a baby in vermont Rodolphus served two terms in the state legislation. Then he moved his small family to a small town called Newton, Michigan in 1853. Newton no longer exists. It's basically just part of Calhoun County, and we know where that is. We do. In the years that they lived on the small farm, the Sandersons lost their adopted child in her teens. She died there on the farm. I couldn't find out how she died. Things happened back then, you know, unexpectedly there's kid, lots of kids got sick yeah weird things during his 21 years living in calhoun county rodolphus served as supervisor of the village keeping his foot in the public and political door rodolphus is <laughs> that just sounds bro's first wife died in 1853 and shortly after that while he did keep the farm that they lived on roe moved to battle creek michigan probably God, it probably wasn't easy being on that farm. He first lost his daughter there. That'd be hard enough to keep your marriage together after that. And then he lost his wife there. So I, I can't imagine living in Battle Creek at that time because it, 
there's still basically nothing there. There's an Air Force well, base. Well, he moved and, to Battle Creek, but yeah. they lived in even more nothingness on an mm. old farm, and that's why I think he moved to Battle Creek because it was a little more, I don't know, not Gentile. as rural. Yeah. Probably had people he, around He purchased them. a fine home located at 194 East Main Street in Battle Creek. This home no, is no longer there. Her Highness looked it up. I did. I, I satellited it. Satellited it? It's, no it's just an empty there. lot. Yeah. It did not take long for Mr. Sanderson to become a well-known, well-respected citizen of Battle Creek. He was a director at the local bank, and he also became an alderman of the 4th Ward. But uh-huh. what yep, yep. is an alderman? We had to look up what alderman meant, which is he's basically an elected person of a municipal court. Municipal meaning... The town, the city, Law, that area, he, he's part of their He dealt with, like, traffic court. ticket stuff with yep. their horses driving really yeah, yeah. so yeah. fast. If somebody spits on the sidewalk. Or, oh, yes. Yeah, your horse is running too fast. That's a thing. Man. Yeah. Well, the people of Battle Creek, they respected him. He was highly respected him, and they often went to him with their business and their money matters for his opinion, which he would share. How great he, is He was that? a wise man. You know, which, which is really cool because I've dealt with people in the past who would hoard their knowledge and tell me, no, you just go figure it out. Do you that, not that think is the, biggest dick the human ever. race would be so much further if you could just share some shit with your, a bitch? Just share some shit with a bitch instead of being, oh, I had to figure it out. Make them figure it out. Mm-hmm. No, share it. Get that kid up to date as quick as possible. And, and then we all benefit. Maybe we could all move on in a faster pace, but no. So, as great of a person as he is, Wait. by the spring... Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, keep going. By the spring of 1898, Rodolphus, as you call him, Roe. Roe. While wealthy and wise, was old and lonely. His wife had been gone for 45 years at this point. I'm not even that old. I'm okay, I am. But I'm, then along comes Mary. Then along came Mary. Mary, Mary. Mary. Uh, Mary's. Mary, <laughs> Mary Mary's. Butterfield. Oh, fucking Mary's. Mary and Butterfield was... Butterfeld? Wait. Butterfield. Did you f- field her butter? I you probably would have tried to. her field? Sounds like she was oh. a bit of a looker. She... They all are. She came into town to visit her sister. Mary Butterfield was a trained nurse who had worked in Minneapolis, Ann Arbor, and Detroit. Mr. Sanderson was smitten with the young Mary right away. He ran into her on a few accidental occasions and then made sure he ran into her a few purposeful times. He proposed marriage to her, giving her benefits of the marriage and benefit. Basically saying, you can be my companion and a living And you get a bunch of money. And Mm -hmm. you get to have my wealth and my home and my status. But Mary declined. She was like, "Mm mm-mm. She went back to Detroit and started working back at the Harper Hospital. He continued to court her, writing her letters and begging her, basically, until he persuaded her to say, yeah, okay. Okay, so he badgered her, badgered her till she gave in. Was she playing hard to get, to get his money, or was her plan to hold out so she looked better? Or did she give in to his bullying? 
Because he really did kind of bully her, but was but she like, like she was a little manipulative? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't, we don't know. So they got married in Windsor, Ontario on July 6th, 1898. The minister marrying them did comment on the age difference, and Rodolphus agreed. It was a large age difference, but told the minister that she is making a big sacrifice, but she will be amply rewarded in the end. Mm. So they both went into this marriage knowing it wasn't a, a marriage of love or sex, but a relationship of convenience, especially for him as he would have a nurse and a companion by his side in his late years. Yeah, it didn't take long for Mary to see the inconvenience of her being married to such an old man. So those old man balls. I know, they touched the toilet water. He didn't, Why is this such an... It's only been two months, bitch. Yeah, because she <sighs> wasn't getting her little jollies. Oh, I think she was. Oh. Not long after the marriage, Mary was... Oh my gosh, she was so overloaded with having to take care of her husband and run her household that mm. she sent for a friend of hers from Detroit, I mean Detroit, to come live with them and take a job as her personal maid. And this was Maria. Maria. Spanish for Mary. So Mary so picked we up are her friend Mary Dublified. <laughs> <Maria. laughs> oh no. Mary picked up her friend Maria from the railroad depot. In a hack. Do you know what a hack is? You know, I don't. Can you explain that to me? Okay. I, I originally thought a hack was like just a bench on a two wheels behind a horse, like those racing people use, but it's not. A hack is actually a smaller carriage. So there's room for storage on the inside and people can ride on the inside. You know, I feel like it's like when we drive up to Big Rapids and we see the Amish people. That's like a hack. Okay. Yes, because cool. it still has enough room for storage, but it's not just like that and bench on two wheels mm -hmm. that they race horses oh, on. Oh, it's enclosed. And, yes, yeah. exactly. Neat. Ding, ding. I think that's the closest thing that we know of okay. to a hack. The whole way back to their home, Mary carried on about her new husband. They had been married such a short period of time, but she was already getting frustrated because Rodolphus was clamping down on her spending. You know... The Amazon spending has He been. said Mary. she it's was driving him to ruins while she said that he was a mean old man who would not part with a nickel. Mm. She had even said that she could barely tolerate him at her table. Sounds like you and me. Um, Miss Mary, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're such a liar. Barely, barely tolerate you. I want to be here. See? Miss Mary, I do believe you moved into his home. So that's his table. He's tolerating you at his table. So you should shh mm -hmm. up. Zip it, Miss Mary. Soon, Mr. Sanderson would be sleeping downstairs in his own home. Because he was becoming physically and mentally worse mm -hmm. in a really short time. So Mary continued to sleep in the master bedroom in full comfort. She masturbated. Oh, you know she did with cucumbers or whatever. And other men. They didn't have things. He would oh. complain of partial paralysis and general debility, often calling Mary down from her slumber in the middle of the night. Nurse or not, she tired of this quickly. So quickly. We're not even into two months and she's already over it. Yeah. Then and after she hired a male nurse to help her. 
Then, after what seemed like suffering, he finally spoke his final words. Mary, Mary, Mary. Why are you bugging? When she reached him, he was dead, but he was probably like, Mary, Mary. September 6th. Oh, don't go for the Mary. 1898, just two months after marriage, Mr. Sanderson was dead. His doctor Waddles, W-A-T-T-L-E-S, and we will giggle about his name numerous times. He waddled up and said, this death is a stroke. The town had lost their prominent businessman, Mr. Sanderson. He passed away. Rumors began flying as he fell ill shortly after his marriage to the young Mary. Did we mention how old this Mary was? She was 28. And did Just we know how old he was? Just a baby girl. He was an octogenarian. That means 80-something. Octogenarian. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. 80-something married to 20-year-old Mary. Okay. All right. Well, I can see why rumors may have or may not have been flying around town. Mary's own brothers believed that foul play and dark secrets were being kept, and they stayed on the authorities. Did I tell you their names? They have the coolest fucking names. Jasper. Okay, that's not as cool. And Onyx Adams. It's like the Brothers Adams. Oh, my God. You're right. The Brothers Adams. (gasps) They reincarnated from the 18... Oh. A few months later, Mary and Marie had a knockdown drag out, like a bitch fight. Fucking bitch fight. Marie. Packed her bags and left. I think we keep calling it Marie or Maria. Packed her bags and left. You call her Maria. She, it's probably Maria because that's what I started out with. Excuse you. She went to Mary's brother's home, the Jasper Adams, and she let it all out about how Mary had been grinding up glass and feeding it to Roe over the course of weeks. With Mary's own brothers, Jasper and Alex Adams, Pushing, pushing the, the authorities. authorities with the rumors. And with the rumors going around, mm-hmm. now they have this confession from the maid. It was enough to give reason to look in to Mary for murder. October 12th, 1898, nearing the hour of midnight. The witching the, hour. A small group of men gathered on Oak Hill Cemetery to exhume the body of Rodolphus Sanderson. Why that? What a weird, creepy thing to do. Because it's creepy. And guess what? Looker honors aren't going to be as apt to show up. After hours of work, the casket was brought up from what was thought to be his final resting place. They took the casket and Mr. Sanderson to an old barn between the Keats and the Davises' property. Men kept watch outside the barn while inside the body was examined. Dr. Miller... Dr. Waddles, and Dr. Pitcher set to the task of dissecting the body. The brain, stomach, intestines, kidney, and heart were removed and went with Dr. Pitcher to Ann Arbor for them to be examined by experts. A mere few days later, Dr. Albert B. Prescott, professor of chemistry at the University of Michigan, made his report. How did that happen so quick? I don't know. Horse and buggy. Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, do they have Morse code? They sent someone, oh, maybe. Or maybe someone hung out there and waited for the report. We won't know. It was a long time ago. What did he find? He found six pieces of glass in the stomach and intestines. Oh, my 
God. Yeah, the largest was the largest was three thirty seconds of an inch, and the smallest was about one twentieth of an inch. Doesn't that make your teeth hurt? Uh, Mary, Mary was arrested. For was arrested. Murder. Murder. On December sixth, eighteen eighty nine, Mary's murder's trial began. Maria proved to be the main reason that Mary. Went to trial. It her went down. testimony. It says she went down. Yeah, but we don't. Okay. Her testimony was, <laughs> as they say, damning. The court learned that just three weeks after she arrived to live with the Sandersons, that Mary was entertaining male visitors who what? stayed overnight. Veen, veen, veen. Oh, doing. Yeah. Wink, wink. Marie also stated that Mary often kept late hours, staying out all night. And at times she would tell Ro that she was out riding the hack and had a jag on. So basically she was out drinking and driving. Drunk, drunk driving on the horse, with her and, horse buggy. and buggy. That would be kind of fun. It's I like, wish I had horses. It's like riding a bicycle when you're semi drunk. I never rode fun. a horse when I was drunk. I was too you young shouldn't. to do such a thing. You would break I your neck. need to do that. On one on occasion. One occasion <laughs> <laughs> you take it. On one occasion, Mary had told her husband that. If he asked around to the neighbors, uh-uh. don't you ask what she did that night that she would make it awfully hot for him. What she did at night, like if you start snooping, oh, husband, she's gonna mess him up. I'm gonna make your life hell. Mm-hmm. I think that was a nice way of saying that. At one point, Mary even told Marie uh, that he's dying anyway, so he might as well just go, you know, in a hurry. Let's move. We this should along. give him something to hurry along, like poison. Every morning, Mary would take a newspaper out to the front yard and gather old bottles and break them up with a hammer, taking the pieces to the cellar and putting the glass through a spice grinder. Time out. Yeah. Prominent family live on Main Street where they just have, they just throw their bottles out in the front yard. You know, I think that's where the milk bottles were delivered, <gasps> right onto the front porch, oh, you know? So maybe she used just, milk bottle. Okay. It's, it's glass. What do you think? It's Coca-Cola? I don't know. It just sounded like she went out in Mountain their Dew? yard and just randomly picked up old, gross bottles. But they're a prominent family, so I feel like their yard wouldn't be all no. gross. Marie would be told to make porridge every day. Every day she would make porridge and put a layer of porridge down and then a layer of glass followed by the rest of the porridge. At first, Roe did not show any worsening effects from her actions. In fact, Mary had said to her maid Maria that he was getting fatter. About a week before he died, Mary had supposedly taken him outside where he saw this old tree. He said to Mary, I'm I'm just like that tree. It's been dying ever since my poor wife died. Mind you, he's standing next to his other wife. His new wife. His new wife. You know, but you got to expect that. It's so sweet for his first love. And, you know, he waited 45 years to get some company, so. They're they're not married out of love. It's okay. So is she being all weird about this? Like I don't know, but she might have added another extra layer of glass to his porridge that night. Oh, probably. Just out of spite. Two weeks later. He had finally taken to his bed ill. Mary asked Marie to call Dr. Oh, here we go doctor. again. <laughs> Mary all. asked Marie to call Dr. After All. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how we're, that's how we're, after all, 
She but did you spelled feel it wrong bad too. for the old it's man, Af- and it would Af- look better. I did not. Afertal. Afertal. Dr. Afertal. Af- oh, my God, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I read it as Dr. Afertal. Oh, excuses. She was an excellent witness for the prosecution and asked why she did not go to the police. Well, it was because she was afraid of Mary. Who wouldn't be afraid of Mary? You better fucking be afraid of Mary. A lot of, of people are afraid Mary. of effing Mary's. Every Defense attorney Mary. W. A. Crosby tried like hell to poke holes in Marie's story. He also tried to discredit Mary via Marie by accusing her of being alcoholic and having been fired from jobs because of it, pushing Marie to defame her friend Mary. Marie stood strong in her never-changing story. She would not allow them or anyone to ruin her reputation or change her story about Mary. While on the stand, Dr. Prescott was asked if the glass found could have been the cause of death. He answered with, I'm a toxicologist, a chemist. I haven't practiced medicine for years. That basically said that he doesn't know. Yeah. Other doctors, however, testified that it would kill a man. The defense, the, the D, the D, put their client on the stand. The guilty Mrs. Mary Sanderson was called to testify. That's something you don't see as much now. They're Not like, so we much. would prefer keep you your mouth just shush, mm-hmm. just shut up. But no, they put Mrs. Mary Sanderson up to testify, testify. and she impaired. She impaired. She appeared in court in a stylish black dress and a large black velvet hat adorned with an ostrich plume. You know, I'd I'd the be looking at her the whole time being like, ostrich hey, hey. plume cannot be pretty. How you doing? Why didn't she use a prettier plume? Plumage. I, I mean Have you ever seen an you ostrich? You have better plumage on your band hats than that. Yeah, but I'm a boy. It's different. Oh, good Lord. I think I am. She was escorted into the courtroom by a constable and her father who had came into town. And it was stated that she looked striking. That goes a long way. And and I hate to say that, but... It really does. You don't... Look at how many people I've dogged who haven't dressed up for court because they look like... Oh, yeah. Like somebody out of the Scumbags. Street. I don't know. Yeah. Like, dress the fuck up, bitch. You're fighting for your life here. The least you could do is look nice. Mm-hmm. So she denied Marie's statements, saying they were a pack of lies fueled by jealousy and spite. That is such a thing. I hear it all the time. Women Always. Saying that all day. Every fucking day. Marie mm-hmm. also claimed that... She kept up her end of the bargain. She married Roe. With the agreement that she was going to take care of him and be his company. And she claimed that she kept up her end of the marriage agreement to the best of her power. Yeah. In the two weeks of testimony, we found out a little something different. We found out that two neighbor ladies visited during Mr. Sanderson's illness and saw nothing amiss. Two doctors claimed ground glass would not have killed him. Dr. Waddles waddled in and stuck to his diagnosis that the death was caused by a stroke. At 8 o'clock on the evening of December 23rd, the jury went to deliberate. The trial, in between time, this trial had been covered by papers across the Northwest, including the New York Times, and the story created a bit of a fuss among experts, students, uh, what do they call them now? 
People who are like stay at home sleuths. I don't know, private dicks? I don't know. There's a word. <laughs> Armchair detectives? Yes, that's the one. The It kind of created some fuss among these people. What, what did they do about that boot? A professor at a Detroit medical college, along with three students, created a study. This trial conducted experiments on dogs. Three dogs, three types of glass. Powdered glass, pulverized glass, and glass that was ground through a coffee mill. The dogs actually prospered. All, All were hardy, and one even gained weight. Yeah, one of those students offered the prosecuting attorney on his own body that he would eat the glass for two weeks and yeah, prove the theory Yeah, he offered his own body. Like, I will do this to prove that I won't, I'm not going to die like Mr. Sanderson did. In Chicago, another doctor tried this and said the dog died after 10 days. Then there were just the normal armchair detectives. One woman said her sister chewed chimney lamps and similar material with impunity. Oh my gosh, it's like that. What's yeah, that show? It's uh, where people eat oh. weird things. The pica thing. Yeah, I, I forget the name of that Dirt. show. Another stated her Chalk. brother was a professional glass eater, like in a circus or something, and it's kind of weird. He was Although he probably was probably traveling, traveling at the time. with. Yeah. I think he was probably traveling with P.T. Barnum. Uh, could very well be. Oh my gosh. She could get him to testify that eating glass isn't going to kill you. Yeah, but no dice. No dice. Couldn't get him. What happened with the jury? The jury took four hours to deliberate. That's not very long. They found Mary not guilty. The courtroom erupted in cheers as most people believed she was innocent. Yeah, because she's pretty and they all wanted to do something naughty with her. Shush. Mary what? dramatically swooned and fell, weeping with joy into the arms of her father. While mm. townspeople gathered around her and congratulated her. Even those who thought she was guilty did not see enough evidence to convict her. It was later found out that the first ballot for the jurors was 11 to 1 for acquittal. Three hours later, that one lone holdout somehow changed his mind. Yeah, I think he was... Uh, Probably beat down with the weight. Mm-hmm. You better agree, boy. Brothers Jasper and Addix Adams were not happy with this verdict. They called this a gross miscarriage of justice. I think she killed him. I do too. No way. All She was crying about all this crap, not getting enough money, and then she picked up her friend and was sleeping with men. No, mm. no fucking way that she didn't kill him. Yeah, she was a loose cannon. All she start. wanted to do was get her jag on, mm-hmm. which is all we want to do. Ride, Let's get our jag on, boot. Ride fast, drink. Drive fast, take chances, minimize exposure time mm-hmm. on the roadway with your horse. Get, get banged as much as you can. I feel like she was absolutely guilty. Oh, yeah. But you guys, she did not go to prison. Yeah, it was very and questionable. I'm going to assume because she didn't go to prison that she probably got all the money what do you think i think she did i don't really know i don't either but guess what it's time for it's time for a happy ending in our good note it's a punk rock note tonight these guys are called the bitters they've been around for decades they're so punk rock they don't have any mp3 recordings (laughs) they have it's pretty raw Less than 10 videos on YouTube. They're amazing. They've been around for a while. They're punk rock. They kick ass. Yep. This song is called 
Fist City. Good evening, everybody. We're the Bitters, and we're here to celebrate five years of rock and roll. Here's a song inspired by a Tammy Wynette called Fist City. <laughs> for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Please rate the show wherever you listen. Michigan Murders and Music is produced by The Boots. Episodes are researched and written by Your Highness, edited by Your Highness. Views and opinions are the sole stupidity of us and us alone. Don't blame others, please. Listening to this podcast could quite possibly cause major problems to your earballs and definitely will mess up your kids. Permission has been given to us by the bands and we purchased our music on bandcamp.com. Support your local music scene and all local music scenes. And watch out for Mary's! Fucking Mary's.